I am against inflation 300%. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. Have you ever played a harmless prank? Back before we had TV, pranks were the meat and potatoes of our entertainment diet. One night, my mom short-sheeted my bed. What's that? This is a staple for any self-respecting prankster. The victim's bed is made with the bottom sheet folded in half upwards to serve as the top sheet as well. When I crawled into bed, well, I couldn't crawl into bed. I couldn't get in. My legs wouldn't make it past the three-foot mark, and I was forced to pull the bed apart and make it myself. Dad, I hollered, but it was Mum. There are other bedtime favorites, of course. One night, I knelt beside my bed and prayed. And then I attempted to jump into my pajamas only to discover that someone had taped the bottoms shut. Hey, we didn't have TV. I fell gently into a bookcase. Dan, I yelled, but it was my sister Ruth. Other marvelous pranks included the spreading of a layer of cream cheese over the surprised recipient's deodorant. Kool-Aid inside a shower head was great for, well, not everybody. You could fill a hairdryer with baby powder. Replace Oreo filling with toothpaste. Tie a rubber band around the sprayer at the kitchen sink just before your sister did the dishes. And though I never tried it myself, gluing eggs into the carton. Greg Benson of Glendale, California is an experienced prankster. But he decided to use his pranking prowess for good. One day, Greg and his team of fellow pranksters descended on the Essentia Homeless Shelter and turned it into a five-star restaurant. When the usual patrons entered the shelter, they were shocked to find live classical music, a custom-made menu, and waiters in black ties serving filet mignon and desserts. To top it all off, Benson and his team donated $5,000 to the shelter. Isn't that cool? Way to go, Greg. Who wouldn't want a second helping of a prank like that? In the self-checkout line at Costco a few Christmases ago, I noticed a man in front of me. He was holding bananas and a steak. He didn't have a cart, and he didn't look all that well. Are you okay? I asked. It's the chemo and radiation, he said. I'm a bit unsteady. I relieved him of his cargo, and as he leaned on my cart, I listened to the story of his battle with cancer. It was a long line. When we reached to the front, he was still a little woozy. So I accompanied him to the checkout where I knew what to do. Let's try my credit card, I said. See if it works. What? he asked. Why? I didn't get you anything last Christmas, did I? He started to laugh. My best friend battled bone cancer for seven years, I told him. We said goodbye in August, but he had an amazing faith in Jesus, and that made all the difference. I can't wait to see him in heaven one day. You'll be there, won't you? Yes, he smiled. I occasionally get it right, and I discover that nothing speaks louder than a kind word. Nothing is stronger than a helping hand. Simple acts of kindness can melt hearts, move mountains, and change minds. They can transform lousy days into bright ones and leave lasting memory marks. Kind words to a harried parent can make their weak. Kind thoughts in a short note have been known to hang on a fridge for years. When my new friend Keith found out I was a Christian, he admitted his best experiences weren't with followers of Jesus. But they should be, don't you think? We follow one who, in the ultimate act of kindness, died for our sins. Let's follow his example. And uh, reach out in love, even to those who put Kool-Aid in the showerhead. 
Want more laughter and insight, but short on time? Then check out the Laugh-A-Minute videos. These bite-sized programs are tailor-made for a quick boost of encouragement without interrupting your busy schedule. So go ahead and check them out on YouTube, and don't forget to share the joy with a friend. To support the creation of resources like this, donate online at laughagain.us. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.